Hello, everybody. Back to another fantastically amazing episode of Web with me and the homie Nico. What's up, Nico? Hi. Where today we're going to be talking about our favorite overpowered comic book characters, uh, specifically DC and Marvel, because those are the only comic books we really know. Um, yeah. So we've got three characters each, and because Nico's been really into Marvel stuff lately, like super into Marvel, and I've like been diving into DC stuff, uh, I'm doing DC and he's doing Marvel. We each have three characters, and we decided to go with uh, characters that aren't super obvious, so like the one above all are literally Jesus and God, because everybody who reads comics probably knows them. And I decided to write this down in my notes and just... I want to repeat this, uh, because of the Spotify rules and terms of service, um, before we start, I would like to clarify that we'll be speaking on, like, what we're speaking on are fictional characters, and they are not real, same for the events that happen to said character. So, Spotify, if we talked about somebody dying, it's not real, it's a comic book character. Yeah. And, uh... Yeah, so Nico is going to start off with his character, and then we're going to go in that order. So Nico, and then me, and then it continues like that. Yeah, so uh, it's going to be pretty fun, because, I mean, we're both pretty into comics and basically anything. So, yeah. True. And also, like, a lot of people don't know about the characters that we're going to be talking about. So I think it's going to be really cool. Hmm. So uh, the first character I picked, uh, so it's... Uh, Marvel character, of course. So I'm going to be doing all Marvel. So, uh, it's Agamotto from uh, Marvel Comics. He's uh, basically the first sorcerer, uh, sorcerer Supreme from, like, uh, like all the Doctor Strange stuff. He's the one that created the amulet that uh, Doctor Strange uses to change time. So, yeah, he was the first Sorcerer Supreme, and he's also considered one of the strongest of all time. Like, up there with uh, Doctor Strange and the other person. I don't even what was the name of that person in the movie? The, the bald the bald person? Bald lady. Uh I forgot her name. I'm not sure if she was, she was one of the strongest, but she was I think she might have been up there too. She was pretty powerful, I mean. Yeah. So yeah, he basically created the Agamotto and he he was like he fought Dormammu and they were like enemies and stuff like that. And if you don't know who Dormammu is, he's like this god of darkness and he's also in the Doctor Strange movie which is pretty cool. So yeah. That's why I Wait, is the, just, like, super crazy. Is the Eye of Agamotto, is that, like, the time stone thing? Like, the little amulet? Yeah. Oh, okay. So, wait, this Agamotto created that? Yeah. That's like, pretty he cool. He used the stone and created the amulet. Was Agamotto bald, too, or no? I don't know. I don't think so. <laughs> we need to know. Agamotto bald, man. <laughs> and if not, I'm going to have to make an edit on bald, Agam bald Agamotto. I can't speak correctly. Oh, my he God. Is... Not bald? No, he's ah. not bald. He has some pretty cool hair, though. Okay, well, you know that's that's better. Cool hair is good, but such that he's not bald. Um, is that it, or do you have any more info? That's pretty much it. There's not too much info about him since he was only mentioned a couple times, and uh, he created the stone, and he's super strong. He fought Dormammu. Okay, so uh, for me, just a heads up. Basically, all the characters I have are just different versions of Batman because that's all I really know. Uh, so yeah, specifically. DC event from a couple years ago called Dark Knight's Metal, which is 
super confusing if you're new to, if you're like super new to comics like me. And uh, they're also all from this place called the Dark Multiverse, which I just thought I'd explain. It's like it's like the regular multiverse, but bad. So basically, if you live in the Dark Multiverse, you are destined to be like dead or something. Doesn't sound fun, but uh, yeah, my first one is going to have to be Batman: The Dawnbreaker. Now. This Bruce Wayne, instead of just, like, sitting there and watching his parents die like every other version, uh, like, all of his emotions just decided to leave his body, and fear was one of the emotions that left as well. So he, like, went to go chase Joe Chills, the guy who killed Batman's parents, and ended up finding a green lantern ring in the middle of the alley and thought, hey, I should use this to avenge my parents. So he found Chills, cornered him, and tried to kill him, but the rain obviously denied him, because that's how Green Lantern rings work, right? You, they got the rules. You can't just go bonkers. So uh, he, um, this is what the wiki states. He filled the ring with the void of his soul. Mind you, this is like six-year-old Bruce Wayne. I don't know how he's able to do this as a six-year-old, but whatever. So he filled the ring with this dark, corrupt energy and then just became overpowered. He can, like, kind of raise the dead. He tried doing that to his parents, but they ended up coming back as these weird zombified beings. It was, like, really creepy, and he was like, ah, oh, this isn't good, and so he re-murdered his parents. And uh, it's it's kind of like Full Metal Alchemist, you know, the whole trying to bring people back. It was almost exactly like that. And now that he's, like, denied the Green Lantern's power stuff, like, he's basically broken... He can create almost anything with the ring, and uh, what he usually does was that. With that, he um, makes this giant darkness trap. He traps you in complete darkness, and throws in these like terrifying nightmare demons that just kill you. Uh, he also murdered the entire Green Lantern Corps and the Guardians of the Universe with ease. Like they all gained up on him all at once, and he murdered everybody. He also decided to, you know, get rid... Because he thinks, like, evil, all evil deserves to die. He's, like, that kind of character, right? So he grabbed, for example, the penguin, flew him... Like, he grabbed him by the face, flew into space, and said something cool, like, hey, there's supposed to be a meteor shower, and then placed the penguin at the perfect spot where a meteor would strike him in the stomach. This the... Just, just kind of crazy, honestly. That, that what? Yeah, yeah, he threw him in like, space and made a meteor smash right into him. Kind of awesome, but he also killed Jim Gordon, which sucks. But uh, yeah, Bruh. he vaporized them. Because Jim Gordon was like, <laughs> "Batman, you can't be evil like this." And he's like, "You have a daughter, right? What would happen if her father died?" And then just vaporized them, <laughs> just freaking blasted them into oblivion. So yeah, that's that's, that's really Dawnbreaker. Cool. Yeah, his yeah, design is really cool too. I have to research more about him later because like oh, I really want to see him. Mm -hmm. That's really cool. Yeah. So yeah, uh, I'll move on to the next one. So uh, my next character, you might have heard of him before. He's pretty cool. He's uh, just kind of like awesome. His name's Null. He's uh, just basically the god of all symbiotes. He kind of like created them, so yeah, he he was like an ancient malevolent. Male I can't even speak. <laughs> like, malevolent uh, deity who ruled over the abyss. The abyss is like this dark place that's like 
super cool. And he he was basically like harness like powers from the dark world, so like he could like control stuff and create matter from the dark world. Also, cool. he can create symbiotes. He that's like he is the symbiote god. Uh, the first time he ever figured out he could use it was he was like fighting this celestial, and he created a super cool symbiote sword and just decapitated the celestial. Like also he was just like uh, the ruler of like all darkness and stuff and all symbiotes. And he has like this nexus of all symbiotes where they're all connected. And what? like I think it's even interdimensional and stuff like that, and which is pretty cool. So like you know, he can also just control armies of symbiotes. That he is also just uh, he's also just super strong. He's pretty much immortal. Uh, like there's only a couple ways to kill him, like with light and stuff like that. Shape shifting. He has like superhuman regeneration. Well, yeah. So it's, he it's got powers in the abyss. Yeah, it's like this like <clears throat> darkness world place that he, he's like billions of years old, and he's like, yeah. That's pretty cool. He I also saw a thing he like. He took over Carnage or something and became like a god Carnage. That's like true. the more I see and hear about Null, the just like the more awesome he sounds. There's also like, he also made like this symbiote armor stuff that's like almost indestructible. So he's got uh, not only a symbiote sword, but he's got literal armor. Yeah, that's cool. Kind of nuts. He also I I actually mentioned this before we started the episode, but. When I imagine the words God of Symbiotes, I don't really imagine what Null actually looks like. I find he his design is way different than I expected, just for the people who don't know. Null is just like, he honestly kind of looks like an elf guy. He's got like gray skin, pointy like ears, and long white yeah. hair. He an still elf. looks awesome, but it's just, I didn't expect Old him to guy. look like that. I'm not like putting him down or anything. He still looks awesome. It's just not yeah. what I initially thought he looked like. So... <laughs> so I don't mean to laugh, but I wrote Bat-Ma. <laughs> I wrote Bat-Ma with an H at the end, accidentally. Bat-Ma. Oh, no, Bat-Ma. Yes, that's basically no. He's honestly one of my favorite Marvel characters because just how strong he is. And, like, all his powers. And, like, they just basically create symbiotes of, like, out of nothing. Really yeah, that's like pretty cool. I wonder what he thought, like when he's trading symbiotes, I wonder if he, like, imagines what they want to look like. So when he's trading Venom, he's like, just like, hmm, let's make this guy, like, grayish-black. He just, like, draws it on a piece of paper beforehand, like, yeah, I want Venom <laughs> to look like this. I'm pretty sure he doesn't, because he has, like, army of, like, millions of symbiotes. That must be kind of scary. Like, imagine being yeah. uh, a celestial or whatever and going up against that. But I would just give my title to like someone strong else. against him or something, but somehow he's killed that one. Jeez. Because it said like one of his weaknesses is like celestial powers. Oh yeah, because he didn't. Isn't that how he died? Uh, I don't think so. He died. I think just because he lost connection. Because I think, um, I forget which character. It might have been Carnage. He like made him lose connection to the symbiotes to the Nexus, so he lost a lot of his powers. Oh, okay. And basically just got beat up a bunch. So he was really epic and then just died. Yeah. That's unfortunate. Uh, is that it? Yeah, that's pretty much it. Alright, so for my numero dos, I've got 
Batman the Red Death. Big surprise, it's another Batman. So, this Batman, I've said that word too many times already, uh, is basically the Batman with flash powers. So, basically, there isn't much context in the comic. It just it literally starts in the middle of a fight. Uh, basically, he tries fighting the Flash because he wants to use the Speed Force to go back in time to save the Bat family. Because apparently everybody died. Like, Jason Todd, Damien, Batgirl, Alfred, they're all dead. So, Batman, he, like, fights the Flash, basically. He uses, like, all these elaborate tricks he's got these cool guns that basically like trick the flash he makes like holograms and he beats the crap out of them because batman solos anybody with prep time i don't care what you say anyway uh he then tries to drive both of them inside the freaking speed force with the batmobile so he ties the flash onto the batmobile and I kid you not, he puts him on a this thing called a cosmic treadmill. Um, and then he absorbs the Flash's power. Well, he absorbs the Flash and his power. And then just straight up murders Scarecrow. Like, immediately after, he gets out of the Speed Force and is like, Whoa, I got speedster powers. First thing he does is that he, from what it looks like, he either karate chopped them in half or punched them so hard he split in two. I can't really tell, but he's in multiple pieces now. Um, he also has these, like, really cool bats with red outlines as his, like, little speedster trail when he runs. Like, you know, the, the uh, not the Batman, the Flash, when he runs, it's, like, yellow lightning. Uh, this version, he's got bats with cool red trails. And also, um, because I'm not too sure if this is true, I'm just going by what it looked like in the comics. Uh, from what it looks like, he sped up people's age. Like, I think it was Wally. I can't remember all the names, but he started growing old super quickly after uh, Red Death Batman ran past him and, like, a bunch of his little red bats started, like, circling him. He got super old and he just, like, died instantly. Uh, and then this other Flash comes out of nowhere and he basically kills him he tries to kill him anyway by circling him with those bats again because I, I don't really know how they work. It wasn't explained, but all of a sudden the bats started touching regular Flash. He's like, oh, my body aches. Ouchie. But uh, he was saved by Dr. Fate at the end. And then he was picked up. And then, uh, sorry, the Flash was saved by Dr. Fate. And uh, Red Death was picked up by the Batman Who Laughs. So, basically, Batman with flash powers, and he looks freaking awesome. It's literally like my two favorite DC heroes combined. And that's pretty much all I have to say. It was just really cool. Oh, so that's pretty cool. My question is, is uh, does Batman sold Batman with prep time? Oh. Well, maybe... But question, does Batman solo you with prep time? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, the, the design of the Batman that you're talking about is pretty cool, actually. The Red Death? Yeah. Yeah. I think yeah, there's only, like, really one cool. issue, too, which is unfortunate. 
Because there's, yeah, like, like, he's just so epic, and I want to see more of him. I mean, he does appear later in, like, the other Dark Knight stuff, but I want to see more of yeah. just him. Yeah, that would be pretty cool. So, um, yeah, that's all I'd yeah, ever say. Yeah, actually, sounds really cool. Okay, so now for my number one guy. Yeah, he's probably, like, one of the coolest guys on this list. Like, not design-wise. Well, even then... Oh, so there's something stuck my throat. Like... He is he has a pretty cool design, but he's not even like dark like null or like super sorcery and stuff like that like, uh, like Agamotto. He's like right. not like the best design in the world, like but he just his power is just OP. So I got to Molecule Man. So yeah, uh he was like described as like this small, frail child, like when he was younger and he's like just nothing cool about him. <laughs> he's just like some random kid that like no one cares about. Joe. Also, like, yeah, and he was also, like, picked on in school. But then he got this job at, like, this place called the ACME, Atomics Corporation. And uh, while he was attempting to fix, like, this uh, atomic-powered device, uh, some something happened, and it was, like, this explosion of radiation that, like, transformed his body. And the accident also caused, like, this hole between Earth's dimension and another, allowing him to, like... Uh, what? Allowing him to like connect with the Beyonder, which is like one of the strongest, or if not the strongest, like not like the one above all, but like just one lower, strongest character. He's like this god thing. Yeah. So, that, and that's basically how he got his powers. And then, uh, so yeah, basically his powers are just he could literally change the molecules of anything. So, if he like points his wand, so yeah, he's, he uses this wand as power. Because he likes magicians, <laughs> and uh, if he like uses it against you, he basically just kill you, and that's it. He just kills you by changing your molecules, and um, it's kind of crazy because um, stated by the Beyonder, he's one of the strongest characters, which is crazy because the Beyonder is one of the <laughs> strongest characters too. Also, apparently Galactus mentioned that he could probably kill him. Oh, and Galactus is pretty easily. Yeah, Galactus is a Galactus big boy. Galactus is like also another strong character, and apparently Galactus is like, yeah, that dude could probably destroy me. <laughs> Imagine. Also, being... I'm pretty sure like if he's killed, he detonates a bomb that destroys the universe. <laughs> what? Yeah. Jeez. Just like some casual fact, he just destroys the universe. Like, hey, buddy, don't go <clears throat> the world, just blow everything up. Imagine being like an yeah, average also, Joe, like, and then just yeah. turning into that. The funny thing is, is the, I think the way they uh, stopped him, because like he could have destroyed everything, they had to get one of the Watchers, who's just like these, the species of like superhuman people that watch over universes, and mm. I think they had to get a Watcher to send him out of the universe. <laughs> I mean, that's how strong it was. <laughs> that that kind of makes sense. If you can't actually kill him, you just gotta throw him somewhere. Yeah. That's crazy though. Like, that's that's such a yeah. bonder story. Like, yo, I'm average Joe. Boom. Now God says I'm strong. <laughs> like that's such a that's such a big jump. And he uses a wand. You said. Yeah, he like he concentrates his powers into the wand so that he just uses it for anything. Huh. And he's not even that's like super cool. strong or super smart either. He just has like God manipulation powers. Oh, it's just his hat. Yeah. Huh. That's actually pretty cool. Goku. Oh no. Not the Goku fans. 
I didn't hear them coming oh, for me. They're coming for me. We like, no, he speedboards him. Yeah, <laughs> no, he has ultra instinct, so he speedboards <laughs> him. Like, well, bro. if he just creates like an atomic force around him that Goku you know, can't get through, and if he even touches, he destroys. Exactly. No, but Go but returns. Goku is a Saiyan, and Saiyans are supposed to be strong. But Goku uh, <laughs> created a black hole. Yeah, Goku created infinite multiverses. I love yeah. it when Goku fans just rip out the most dumb headcanon stuff. Like, yeah. Oh yeah, well, during the fight with Frieza, he created a multi-dimensional paradox. Like, what are you speaking of? Yeah. <laughs> are you reading Dragon Ball You're off like... of Twitter? Like... <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. It's just, I, I love reading Goku Tard comments. I know this has nothing to do with yeah. what we're talking about right now, but I just love reading the amount of dumbness that radiates from a Dragon Ball comment section. It's like, honestly hilarious. It's like, that that's the the one thing I love about the Dragon Ball community. The Goku Tards and the, yes, Dragon Ball is the father of Japanese animation. As if, like, many other anime that didn't exist before that, but that's not our point. Uh, does Molecule Man wear a mask, or no? That's, like, a random question. But... No, he has, like, this weird, like, uh, Galactus-looking crown. Okay. So he's got yeah, pretty cool, cool crown and like cool wand. Bright, red, like, magic stuff. Hmm. Which is, I think, it's okay. basically just his, uh... I still think I'd be able to beat uh, Molecule Man in a fight, but uh, yeah, because I'm simply built different, you know. Batman could beat him with prep time. <laughs> yeah, I mean, probably you just do what the Watcher did, become goaded, and throw <laughs> him somewhere. He's just gonna like get God powers and just like, <laughs> yeah, freak you. I mean, there is a just Batman like somehow... that gets God powers. He becomes like a, yeah, one of like, the anti monitors I mean... or something. Yeah, I'm like in canon, like I don't think it's possible. Intelligence go brr. Bro, he did just, like, pull out some molecule kryptonite. I don't know. <laughs> and then turns out Molecule Man's mother's name is Martha. <laughs> and it starts a feud. He does actually have a mother, so that's pretty funny. <laughs> but is she named Martha? I don't know. I'll check that really quickly. <laughs> How do you know her name? <laughs> How do you know that name, Molecule Man? <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, then the, there, buddy. and then the watcher comes in it's his mother's name <laughs> no it's unnamed mother ah uh, yes my <laughs> my favorite female character from marvel comics unnamed mother uh yeah molecule man sounds pretty cool do you think like yeah. by the way you're explaining his powers do you think molecule man could beat the other two on your list uh, probably Okay. Like, unless... Well, maybe... Unless, like... like we're talking Agamotto pulled out some weird... Weird magic thing that could counter it. I think he could be easily beat both of them. Because he could just go... And they're dead. Okay, that makes like, sense. Like, without even... Ba barely doing anything. Just flick of a wand and they both die. <laughs> just so, goes gamer mode. It's, like, honestly crazy how strong his powers are. Like, um, yeah, that sounds pretty cool. I can't speak properly. Sounds pretty cool. Like it's simple, but also broken. Like just molecule. Yeah, that's exactly. Stuff. I, that's like one of the best ways to describe his characters. Simple, but just absolutely broken. I love characters like that too. Like I love so many characters like that. Yeah. Where it's it's not that they're like, it's not that their powers are like super deep. They just got one really powerful thing, 
and that's all they got, but that's what makes them so cool. Um, but yeah, so uh, I know I've asked this like after every one of your entries, but uh, is there anything else, or is that completely it? Um, I think that's pretty much it. Like, it controls matter and energy and everything <laughs> else. So yeah, I still think I did beat him in a fight, but yeah. Uh, I think it'd be pretty hard, but like maybe like maybe. maybe. Like, what if I got a ninja kick? Shen. I could probably ninja kick him though, because I'm like super cool. Or I could pull out the freaking Lego Ninjago spin jitsu on him. I don't know. But that's um, kind of crazy. Like he could, he could yeah. turn anything into anything and like lift like with his powers lift stuff alone. 150 billion ton mm. mountain on his own with his power. What? He also turned air into glass. <laughs> How does that even work? Because like air are, are molecules, so technically you can, you can turn just change them. Air into glass. Yeah. But can he beat Mister Mitch's Pitalik though? Maybe. Depends I on think powers he is. He's like this DC character who lives in the fifth dimension, and literally does he. He's like the most broken guy in the world, right? He can turn anything into anything. And what does he use it for? He uses it to prank people on Earth. I know this doesn't have to do with anything. Yeah, I would too. Bro just pranks oh, people wait, and the, tests them. Is it? Is that the guy that like has the little mini Batman guy from the Brave and the Bold? I have no clue, but he's like this okay, small sure old man. Sure. Oh, wait, never mind. I'm thinking with of like, a little top the hat. little mini Batman guy that like annoys Batman. Uh, I I don't I've never heard of that so I wouldn't know. But um, uh, speaking of Batman, Batmite. Batmite? Yeah. His name okay, is hold on, boys. I gotta look up Batmite. Batmite. Batman sidekick. Side Batmite is a fictional character. Is an imp similar to the Superman villain Mister Mitch's Pitlick? Oh, he's similar to uh, Mitch's Pitlick. Yeah. Bro, he looks so goofy. He looks like a parody he's, character. He's a member of the Bat family. <laughs> Batman. Oh, he's also a fifth Batman. dimensional being. Oh, okay, so yeah, he is pretty overpowered then. Yeah. He is Batman's self-proclaimed biggest fan. <laughs> <laughs> I found, I just found a panel where he's like chilling with his tongue sticking out and he's like, hi. <laughs> he's just waving. <laughs> he looks so goofy. Oh, man. <laughs> Batmite is now my new favorite character. And apparently him and Mr. Mitch teamed up at one point. I still think I could solo them both, but... Yeah. <laughs> just easily... Just like... Ha. Oh yeah, I think I have heard of Mr. Mitch. Yeah, Mr. Small Old Guy. Yeah, he's pretty cool too. Alright, but... Speaking of Batmites and Batmen... Um... <laughs> My no my number one, which I saved best for last, well, I saved my best for last, the Batman who laughs. Now, uh, if you're subscribed to me, or if you're following me on Instagram, you know, horns on YouTube and at its underscore horns on Instagram. If you're not following me, you're bozo brain. I'm kidding. Uh, but anyway, follow me. If you know me, you'll know that the Batman who laughs is one of, like, one of my favorite characters ever. He's basically Batman, but also the Joker, because of the Joker toxin that is in Joker's body, which infected Bruce. 
might sound confusing, but it slowly turns people into a Joker, it, like a Joker thing. Um, so not too long after Bruce Wayne gets infected, he um, straight up kills the entire Bat family. He just pulls out a gun and kills everyone. Then, like a couple weeks later, he kills the entire Justice League, which is like Flash, Hawkman, Wonder Woman, and including Superman, but not just Superman. His entire family, Lois Lane, and his kid. He also killed um, some of the Immortal Men, which are some like pretty big boys in the DC Universe. Just turns out there were a couple Immortal Men living in the Batman Who Laughs universe, and he said, mm-mm, not on my watch, and he, he killed them. Then after that, he killed everyone on his Earth. And little fun fact, the only person who came close to killing Batman Who Laughs on his Earth was Alfred. Because uh, Alfred rid the entire Batcave, but then uh, who, Batman Who Laughs uh, kidnapped, or he didn't really kidnap, he trapped and caged Alfred and made him go crazy, which is pretty sad. But basically, he killed everyone on his Earth. Uh, then, in the regular multiverse, he basically tried overthrowing it and did really well. This is after he met this like god person named Barbados, who was only awakened because Bruce Wayne got sent back in time accidentally. So yeah, he did really well at basically overthrowing the regular multiverse with the regular superheroes. He kidnapped the Overmonitor, which if is connected to an anti-monitor's brain, it like vaporizes everything or something like that. He infected not just Shazam, but a bunch of other people, uh, some I don't know, like Donna Try or Donna Trey, I don't know. Uh, Blue Beetle and then Hawkman. Then after some crazy fights, Wonder Woman killed him. But that, that is not the end. You thought I was finished, but no, that is never the end when it comes to this boy. Turns out, you want to know what he's got, Nico, and the viewers, or listeners, I should say. What? He's got a comedian's button, which is from Watchmen. And for people who don't know, a comedian's button is a pretty big freaking deal. And what does he do? Yeah. He accidentally... Uh, turns Bruce Wayne into Dr. Manhattan, and so because that's no good, he had to, like, seal him somewhere. Then he killed freaking Perpetua. If you guys don't know who Perpetua is, she's known as the mother of the multiverse. He bamboozled and killed Perpetua, which is a pretty big heckin' deal but uh, ultimately lost to some godly Wonder Woman power or something like that. But to sum it all up, uh, and to sum up how overpowered he is, basically he's got nigh omnipotence, because he gained Dr. Manhattan powers, biofission, which is basically to like clone yourself and split, he's like split, being able to split himself. Wow, I just started terribly there. Uh, darkness manipulating and is able to generate darkness chains. Uh, he can do dimensional travel, geokinesis, uh, because with that uh, he was able to literally shake the world with his laugh. He's got immortality, molecular reconstruction, and way more feats. But I don't want to be here for multiple days, so basically at the end of the day, Batman Who Laughs, Solos, Goku, end of story, and this isn't even the Batman Who Laughs final form, because there's some other freaking transformations he's got, where it's like the darkest of darkened nights, 
or like shadow laugh or something dumb like that i don't know but basically just when you think the batman who laughs has reached his peak he pulls something else out of his sleeve from his scrawny little sleeve because for some reason bruce wayne got really skinny when he turned into batman who laughs so yeah that is who i saved uh as my best for last the batman who laughs like a goat because he's a goat (laughs) Because he laughs. Yes. Laughing automatically means you're a goat. Why do you think I'm such a goat on my channel? Because I laugh. Remember to laugh, guys. It's funny. Don't laugh. Just, just die. Don't, don't laugh. Don't laugh. The Batman who doesn't laugh. My, my favorite character. Cool. He's just like the opposite. He's just like chill batman he just doesn't laugh he's just straight faced like what about the did when uh the bat who last did, took over the universe batmite would probably beat him if he's on mitch's pitalic level batmite could probably yeah. eat him like a sandwich did did mix for a little beat uh bat who last or even meet him i don't think he intervened because he's not really a fighter he just likes to go in when it's like it's such super random times and just prank people yeah so he could though Trench probably. Like, uh, Batman's parents are just being shot. He's just there, like, oh, lol. <laughs> He's just watching from his little fifth dimensional room. He's like, bruh, can't wait for the next Imagine. episode. Just watching everybody on like TV screens. Yeah, gotta love Mitch's pitiless, bro. Imagine being a fifth dimensional being and just popping in whenever you feel like it. What is the fifth dimension? That's a good question. (laughs) I do not know how to answer that because... Yeah. (laughs) If you guys want to know about dimensions... Michael here. Become one with the dimensions. I'm just saying random stuff at this point. I don't know what I'm saying, but... The Batman Who Laughs is just freaking bonkers. He's just bonkers. I also put them, I like, I put them in the order in which I like them the most. So I put Dawnbreaker at third, Red Death, and then Laughs. Those are like my three favorite, besides regular Batman, my favorites. <laughs> but yeah, now I'm wondering could Batman Who Laughs be Molecular Man? Or Molecule Man? Because it said that. Um, How does the Batman Who Laughs infect people? Uh, he just uses the... I think he uses his own blood. Or he uses the same Batarang that infected him or something. I forgot what it was exactly, but he just uses the Joker like talking inside of him. him. Maybe, but then when you got, like, the Darkest Night stuff, you got, he's got, like, the uh, the molecular reconstruction, right? And immortality and stuff. So I wonder yeah. if that would put them on the same level, or if Molecule Man would just... But I think Molecule him. Man could over override immortality oh that would make sense he, he, he also said that he molecules. can yeah he, and he can like remake molecules right like turning air into glass yeah. could he change a sandwich so like let's say he goes to a restaurant and they gave they give him the wrong sandwich can he change that sandwich into anything else what about this can he change a lottery ticket into a winning one? Ooh. Infinite lottery, infinite money hack. 
Can he get infinite V-Bucks and Robux, though? If he can change the molecules, he'd probably just change... I mean, he could probably change the numbers in his bank account, too. Yeah, he'd change his V-Bucks by the new Doctor Strange Wait, Fortnite Wait, that's actually kind of interesting. Because, like, I don't think you control digital things, because digital things are, like, in a database or whatever. So that means oh, true. he probably couldn't beat people who are, like... A part of digital. technology. Yeah. Ooh! Unless they, like, Which get out of the tech. Strongest. Wait, does this mean that Neo from the Matrix solos Molecule Man? He just starts dodging his he gets out of the, he gets molecular blast. Oh. Oh, wait, yeah, you're right. That's the whole point. <laughs> I, for <laughs> I forgot how the movie worked. <laughs> oh, for some reason, I completely forgot they unplug him like a heckin' television. Just boop. I'm a television? Yeah. Thank you. You see, this is why you guys need to... You guys need to hit the follow button. This is the kind of deep conversations we end up having. Talking about how I'm a television and stuff. And that Nico needs Molecule Man powers to make himself a cool sandwich or give himself a lottery ticket. And I need Mr. Mix's Pitalik to invite me to his house and watch stuff on his giant TVs. I'm sorry for wasting your time right there, everybody. Um, Hi. <laughs> yeah, I think we're going to end the episode here, though. If you guys did enjoy, uh, hit the follow button. I almost said hit the like button. Uh, because we don't upload episodes often, but when we do, we try to make it as fun and interesting as possible. And uh, this is also like the start of season two. So, yeah. Uh, if you, uh, hit the yeah, follow button. Not. And we On love you. Note, uh, remember... Chica Solos, goodbye. Facts.